Greetings, this is Phil West with another Tomorrow's World webcast. One would quite literally have to be living under a rock to be unaware that another episode of the wildly popular Star Wars franchise is on the horizon. The producers of the movie have been relentless in spreading the word, marketing everything from t-shirts, yogurt packaging, and virtually anything else you can imagine. The box office expectations couldn't be higher for this new installment titled The Force Awakens. Those familiar with the franchise know that the Force exists all around in every living thing, but the key involves power, tapping into the power of the Force. Now this power can of course be used for good or for evil, depending on the faction you align with, whether Jedi for good or Sith for evil. The very popular and classic formula of good versus evil plays out in the Star Wars franchise by showcasing exciting lightsaber duels and intergalactic laser battles across the universe. Exciting stuff to be sure. Exciting in a sci-fi fairy tale sort of way, but in the real world the Bible discusses a very real power that's available to mankind. We may not have the power to lift an X-Wing fighter out of the swamp in Dagobah with our minds, but it does give us the power to overcome sin and temptation in this life. It's the key to having a real relationship with the Creator God. There's another unseen force of evil that exists in the universe. This force consists of the fallen archangel Satan, who leads an army of millions of other fallen angels called in Scripture demons. 1 Peter 5 and verse 8 warns, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Then the first two words of verse 9 give us the key to winning the battle against this evil force. Resist him. But how do we mere humans resist a power that's so much greater than we are? Through the power of God's indwelling Holy Spirit. How do we go about tapping into that power? Jesus provides the first key in John 6 verse 44 when He states, No one can come to Me unless the Father who sent Me draws him. The person has to be called. And then many overlook another vital key to obtaining this power found in Acts 5 and verse 32 where it states that God gives His Holy Spirit to those who obey Him. Yet another key or prerequisite to receiving God's Holy Spirit is found in Acts 2 verse 38 where Peter states, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Repent means to turn with sorrow. Repentance involves acknowledging the sin in our lives and making a commitment to stop sinning, to begin obeying God. And once we have acknowledged our sins and made a commitment to obedience, then God is able to endue us with His very power through baptism and the laying on of hands of Jesus Christ's ministry. We won't obey perfectly, but the force within us will grow stronger and stronger with use. In 2 Timothy 1, verses 6-7, through 7, Paul states, Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God does not want us to live in fear. Fear is a pathway to the dark side. But He wants us to share in a measure of His power provided as a gift but only after sincere repentance and a commitment to obeying His great spiritual law, the Ten Commandments. 
If you're interested in learning more about how to tap into real power in this life, read our important booklet, Christian Baptism, Its Real Meaning. Thanks for watching, and be sure to check out all of our literature at tomorrowsworld.org. Also, find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We'll see you next time.